Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Views from the Arch. I am as always your host Delvon and today I'm answering some of your guys' questions. What's going on everybody and I am so glad to be doing this episode finally where I answer some of you, the listeners' questions. These are ordered. I did choose to do... uh, you know, least aggressive questions to, to the most aggressive questions. There's quite a few on here. Um, you know, I, I really want to take a good amount and um, add them to the episode. So if I didn't get to your questions on this one, I will be doing another one of these in probably the next few months where uh, I will, I would love to answer all those questions. So most of these come from personal email, Facebook group, and my Facebook page. Some of them also come, but the Facebook pages in my uh, Views from the Arch Facebook page on Messenger. And some of these also are coming from Anchor. So, question one How old are you? Oh, by the way, before I start these, I did tell people I won't use their names. Some people were concerned about having their names put out there and stuff like that. I won't be using anybody's name. I'm just going to read the questions and answer them. So, question one How old are you? I'm 26. My birthday is May 11th. So, I'm getting old. Uh,. What race are you? I'm black. <laughs> I'm a black man. Um, oh, here's one. I was having a conversation with a guy on Facebook about mumble rap. Then he finally asked me, why don't you like mumble rap? Talk about this in one of your podcasts. You know, it's not that I dislike mumble rap. It's just, it's reserved for, if I'm trying to go out or from just rhyme with the boys. Personally, I like a lot of, uh, I like a lot of um, East Coast, New York style rap. Uh, I like, I'm a big lyrical person. Um, now, now, some mumble rappers, they're mumbling, but they are saying some stuff. I've caught some of them, you know, doing that. But for the most part, they're all talking about big booty women and getting lots of money, which is cool from time to time, you know, because I like, I like big booty women and getting lots of money. So, you know, I like to, I like to be like, yeah, 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 get that big booty girl. Get that money, but you know, by and large, I like uh, I like me some lyrics. Um, so I'm a very big fan of the uh, East Coast underground flow, like uh, to give people an idea. A big fan of like Benny the Butcher, Khan. Um, man, I'm uh, I'm like a really big fan. I'm actually a really big Jay Z fan. To be honest with you. I'm a big Kendrick Lamar fan, older Kendrick Lamar, admittingly. But I mean, I like some other artists. Like I like Future. Uh, I like um, I do like Drake. You know, I like uh, some Jeezy. I like some Lil Wayne. I love me some Nipsey Hussle. Um, Logic. I like me Mac Miller, bless his soul. Uh, Money Man. You know, so I got I got some stuff. I I got some stuff to me. You know. I like China Mac, people, you know, the Alchemist. I like the, I like the kind of off-brand stuff that a lot of people might not be aware of. I like West Side Gun. Um, you know, I got some Tory Lanez, Lil Baby. You know, I, I got a little bit of everything. My boy, though. Man, my boy, though. Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates is forever the boy. Uh, you know, I got Apollo Brown, amazing artist. Everybody should check out Apollo Brown. Um so you know, I mean, little money bag, yo. So I mean, you know, I, I got, I got me a little bit of everything. I got me a little bit of everything. Uh, what kind of car do you drive? And this became, a, this was a conversation 
what kind of car do I drive on uh, that Facebook Messenger? Somebody asked me, uh, I commented on a Facebook page about, you know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of like, I like muscle cars. I'd never own one. You know, I don't think, you know, I have an SUV. I actually, I have a, I have a 2020 Kia Sorento, which is spacious enough because I also have a kid uh, to put the car seat in. It's also spacious. It's also not completely dad mobile. Like, I don't look like I'm a soccer dad, but uh, I, I, I still feel a little sporty, you know? <laughs> And it's really good. It's good on gas. It's got four different types of drive modes. It's all fancy. It's, you know, navigation, little navigation screen, all that all that uh, CarPlay stuff they're putting in all the cars nowadays, which CarPlay is amazing. Um, I don't know what year CarPlay came out, but God bless your soul because CarPlay is amazing. I couldn't imagine not having CarPlay. I'm spoiled by my car. Like, I can listen to my music and see my navigation at the same time oh, without looking at my phone. Stop playing. And I can talk on the phone. I can talk on the phone and do my navigation at once and not be looking at my phone. Safety first. Safety first. Uh, what kind of games do you play on Xbox? Well, currently right now I'm actually muddling through uh, Final Fantasy, the Zodiac. Um, I was playing the Walking Dead Telltale series. I'm also getting through Final Fantasy X. I like Forza. I love me some Dead by Daylight. I love me some Dead by Daylight. Um, Little Grand Theft Auto. I was playing uh, Naruto, Shinobi Striker. I'm really trying to beat these uh, these Final Fantasies, though. Um, and while I'm actually talking about video games, I will be doing video game reviews on here. Admittingly, I'm kind of in a video game slump. Uh, I haven't really beat anything, nor really cared to. And that's mostly because, you know, there's not a lot of games coming out. We're getting ready for the new system, which your boy, you already know your boy will be pre-ordering the new system. Don't play with me. So I'm going to be getting that on my uh, my next uh, little paycheck. Um, and when I get that, you know, most likely my game reviews will start. If I beat something, like I still like I have a couple things I need to beat on The Walking Dead, Telltale, I would Definitely be doing a review on that. That's an amazing game, an amazing series. Uh, I used to stream that game a lot on uh, Twitch, uh, which I actually really want to get back into streaming on Twitch. However, time is scarce recently. Um, you know, I also, you know, I play Rainbow Six Siege. I, ju I just got Soul Calibur Six, So, you know, um, I'll be doing some game reviews. I'll try to make them before the... Um, I'll try to get a couple in before, you know, before the new system comes out. Even if it's just like my first look at a game, right? Like, hey, here's my first observations when I played this. I'm trying to really beat a couple things before I do a game review. Like, I'd like to do a game review on a game I've, I've already uh, beaten. But, you know, we'll see. I might do a game review or two. I don't know yet. But those are some of the kind of games I like. So, you know, I, I like me, you know, I love me some Elder Scrolls. So my kind of game, RPG, MMORPG, love that. Uh, FPSs, I love FPSs. Uh, general adventure games, like, you know, like Final Fantasy. Like, I guess Final Fantasy is actually uh, like an adventure RPG. So I guess those are my, my three. I do like weird stuff. Like I said, The Walking Dead Telltales, love that. I love uh, strategy choice making games like that. Um, I did get into it for, for a little bit. You know, I got the I got the little the the little Lego series. I got Harry Potter. I got uh, 
Ninjago. I got Star Wars. You know, I got I got some kids stuff on here. Uh, I somewhat like fighting games. Like I have the Naruto Storm Four. I got Jump Force. I'm looking at my list right now. To be fair, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know the games I have off the top of my head. Um, you know, like I said, I have Soul Calibur. So I do like me some fighting games. But you know, like I said, I do have weird games. Like I have, you know, I have like the Kingdom Hearts. I have Dead by Daylight. I have Forza. I'm not really big in the racing games like Forza. However, that's a damn good game. Damn, damn good. And those graphics are off the chain. Uh, I think Forza is a really good game. So hopefully that satisfies that satisfies that question. Next topic: nerd hobbies. Oh boy. So before a lot of stuff kicked up with my job, you know, following the unrest and whatnot and being an officer, uh, I played a lot of Magic the Gathering. Uh, I have friends who play a lot of Magic the Gathering. You know, I like I like Magic. It, I like strategy games. I like being able to <laughs> beat people at games and beating people face-to-face at a strategy game is amazing. Um, admittingly, I haven't played a lot of Magic. I'm actually like two or three sets behind. I'll probably get back into it at the start of 2021 is what I'm kind of guessing. Um, no real reason to get into it right now. Or whenever the next set flips into Magic, for those of you who are nerdy enough to play that, um, I'll probably start playing again. I, uh, you know, I, I really like it. I think it's really fun. I also play Dungeons and Dragons. Again, another game I haven't played in a minute. When I actually came police officer two, year, uh, two or three years ago, I kind of had to put that down for a minute. One, the academy was pretty tough. Uh, I don't do good with, like, bookwork. So I had to really uh, grind a nose on that. So, you know, it's kind of hard for me. And I'm not very good. I'm not a very uh, book savvy person. I know, I know a lot of stuff. It's just when it comes to putting what you know from books in the paper on a test, you catch me slipping pretty hard on a test. Um, so I had to kind of put down D and D, and that started working. I had an inconsistent work schedule. Um, I'm actually a night a night watcher, so I, I work I work on the night watch. So I just transferred to doing that. Uh, so I actually have a lot more time. For anybody who says that people who work night shifts don't have free time, you're a liar. I have never had so much free time. Like, basically, I get off work at, like, 6, 7, and I'll sleep to, like, I mean, it's just always the most healthy amount of sleep. I'll sleep till like, 10. <laughs> or, you know, I mean, I'll sleep till 10, or, like, I'll sleep till I usually will sleep to, like, 11, 30, 12, and I start kind of waking up. If my house was quiet, a.k.a. the kid's not rustling around or you know, usually, uh, usually the house is pretty quiet. Um, I can probably squeeze in until two. That's a good amount of sleep. So from like two to like ten o'clock at night, I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. I drill out shows, beat these games. I podcast. I surf the internet for topics. I talk to people. Spin my business. You know, I, well, man, I do my chores, my errands. I'm, you know, I do anything I want. Like, I'm serious, like, for real, I think that people who work night shift, like, that, that's amazing. I never had a better schedule. I bet, like, it's amazing. And then on my off days, I just stay up on night anyways to keep my schedule. Actually, usually I'm podcasting this late. I usually, like, right now it's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm usually podcasting late night because it's just, like, this is the middle of the day for me. So I think it's a really great schedule. I have a ton of free time, especially my off days. I like it. Um, I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, D&D. 
yeah, sorry, I got off topic. Um, but yeah, so I'll probably get back in Dungeons and Dragons. I was playing uh, D&D Pathfinder. I played some Starfinder once or twice. Uh, I actually ran a Starfinder game. It was pretty good. It's actually, I like Starfinder a lot. But those are my nerd hobbies. Um, will you tackle provocative topics like abortion, abortion, same-sex marriage, systemic racism, etc.? You know what? I will. Um, some of those I would like to tackle with a guest like abortion, same-sex marriage, mental health. Um, I know, you know, those are things I like to tackle with a guest. Uh, it's good to have somebody bounce things off of you and you bounce things off of them. I think that's really helpful. Uh, some of those things might come up in other podcasts, but I don't think I'm going to try to dedicate a podcast to one of those, like give it a full 30 plus minutes, unless I'm going to have a guest. And if I have a guest, we'll probably be sitting here for an hour or two, really discussing these topics. I don't want to waste anybody's time, but I'm sure these things will come up in a variety of uh, conversations and a variety of uh, podcasts. And when they do, they will. I know I don't really want to, once again, I'm not going to shy away from these topics, um, but like I said, if I'm going to do a full podcast, I do want to have another person here. Next question. What do you think about what's going on right now in the country? You know, I think right now in the country, it's real sad. Um, it's real sad. You know, I think that there's a lot of divisiveness. I think that there's a lot of turmoil. There's a lot of anger on all sides. And I think that it's incredibly uh, sad. It's sad to look at. It's sad to look at uh, Americans in America kind of falling apart. And, you know, I know people think I'm hyperbolic, but it it's devolving into civil war, right? It's a, it, it, I think it's been a civil war for about a year. Um, it's a, it's a, it was a political civil war and then Trump took office and it became an ideological civil war. And hopefully the next step is not a hot civil war, even though we have kind of seen some of that happening. Um, most notable, the, pro, the Trump supporter who was shot. Um, you know, I think that um, I think that devolving it into a hot civil war, that's just not going to end very good. So I think right now there's a lot of divisiveness. It's only going to get worse if Trump wins. It could get worse if Trump loses. I think it's going to get worse regardless. I'm not very optimistic. Um, and honestly, I think it's really sad. I think that uh, there's an inability to talk to each other. The you know, the Socratic method is no longer being used. It's a screaming match. And there's a group of people who want to leave things the same. There's a group of people who want to do palingenesis. There's a group of people who want... You know, to have mutual change, group people who want, and there's people who want everything. There's a lot of people in this country, and they want everything. But we need to learn is that not everyone's going to be happy with every political decision, right? So right now, it's the BLM movement. You know, I'm not a huge fan of Antifa, and I know people used to call me crazy when I talk about Antifa. Oh, who's Antifa? I've never seen Antifa. Well, I mean, respectfully, they do really only operate on the East Coast, West Coast area. The, you know, that's kind of what, that's kind of the thing out there. Um, and I know Midwest and St. Louis, we had some Antifa here during the riots that kicked off originally after Floyd in St. Louis city. Um, there has been a sprinkle of Antifa here and there in the Midwest. Um, but by and large, East coast, West coast organization. Uh, I'm not very happy with them at all. Um, I'm not very happy with, you know, some of the more, right-leaning groups. I'm not very happy with BLM. 
I'm not really very happy with anybody right now. Uh, so I try to keep my, I try to keep out of, uh, I like having those conversations, but I don't like having those arguments, right? I don't want to argue with those type with those people because you're not going to win. You're not going to win an argument with, with anybody who's set in that mind frame, set in that mindset where, you know, hey, my side's right, your side's wrong, right? That's, you know, when people, I think right now we're in a you versus me, us and them conversation. Um, and I think uh, it's not really going to do any good for anybody. So, what I think about what's going on right now, I think it's real bad. And hopefully it gets better. What's it like for you to be black in 2020? This came from a guest who already knew I was black. Um, <laughs> what's it like for me black in 2020? You know, it's weird because uh, I would say me being black is easier than me being a police officer in 2020. Um which is what I'm usually identified as. I'm not usually identified, at least to me, as being black or African-American. I'm identified as being a police officer, the system, the law, right? Those are the words that are usually used to describe me. Um, being black in 2020, pretty easy. I mean, I think it's pretty easy. I mean, I go to work. I pay my bills. No one really messes with me. I have, you know, my own company. Um, you know, we play Xbox. I mean, I'm making plenty of money. I have... I'm experiencing a ton of opportunities. So, I mean, for me to be black in America right now, it's pretty easy for me. I'm not going to lie. And I know that's not a shared experience for everybody. Um, I would say being black and a police officer right now in 2020, that's why I say, you know, weird. Because for me, being black and a police officer is kind of hard. Um, a lot of real fine lines to walk within the black community, uh, mostly within the black community for me. Um you know, being looked at as kind of the Uncle Tom, the traitor, you know, stuff like that. I've been called a variety of things. Um, that for me is more difficult than um, being black, which is unfortunate because I don't really think either one of those things should be difficult. You know, I really don't think either one of those things should be difficult, um, but they are. And I think that, you know, I think that it's unfortunate. Um, so... To answer your main question, being black in 2020 for me, I'm straight breezy, bro. I'm coasting through life right now. So, now somebody said, I know you haven't done a show on this yet, but do you think dating is hard nowadays? If so, what's the biggest hurdle? Uh, absolutely. I think right now dating's hard and the biggest hurdle is politics. Um, I have many friends who, are try who try to date and can't date. Um, some of those friends are police officers. You tell somebody you're a police officer, turn off. So my friends are Republican, tell them you're Republican, turn off. So my friends are liberal, tell somebody, tell a conservative person, hey, I'm a liberal and here's what I believe, turn off. I've had friends tell me, hey, man, I'm on the first date and she wants to know what I think about abortion. Like, I don't know. I was just trying to get dinner and give you a kiss and watch a movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I think dating in 2020 is hard. I think it's going to get harder, um, mostly for the younger generation. You know, I believe that people about 28 and below, they have a very hard time dating somebody who is ideologically different from them. I believe that people who are older than that and are looking for deeper than that, they're going to have an easier time finding that connection because, you know, if, if you know, let's say your wife is a, your wife's hardcore Republican, but you're a moderate, right? Um, or vice versa, your husband or whoever you choose to associate with. And that person is hardcore Republican, you're a moderate or a liberal. Well, I mean, you guys can disagree. No one has to agree on anything, right? 
Now, I mean, I'm sure it helps to have a handshaking contest every now and then. But, I mean, you guys don't agree on things. You guys just try to find the middle ground and uh, leave it alone, right? Some I, I have friends who are in relationships where they just don't talk politics. I work with an individual, never name unnamed because it's respectful. Uh, he, Republican, all the way through and through. Um, his wife, liberal, teacher, through and through, right? They don't talk politics. They do every now and then and... You know, it's usually pretty casual, but they really try not to talk politics. Why? Because they're not going to agree, and they know they're not going to agree. Now, I know him. He'll say something, and she'll be like, what'd you just say? He'll be like, "Ah, oh, you about to get on me. And she'll get on him. It, but it's it's cute, right? It's funny. It's funny because they do it in a joking way, right? They're never malicious. And that's the big thing is we have to learn that going forward, you don't have to live by like you don't have to live in like republican communities like you don't have to date republican date republican democrat date democrat you don't have to you know try to send your kids to you know private catholic school to avoid the liberal uh, public school system right you don't have to do these things it just is i mean and if you can't if you're not a you know my whole thing i've always told a friend of mine is if the person that you're with isn't adult enough to be with you because difference of politics, that's not really the person for you because the person you're going to be with is not going to care if you agree or disagree with abortion, gay marriage, what have you. They should care if you're respectful about their opinions. Are you going to disrespect their, uh, their brother or sister who's LGBTQ, right? Are you going to respect them, uh, you know, if they say I support abortions, are you going to respect them? If they say, Hey, I'm not with this whole black lives matter movement. Are you going to respect the person you're with? Cause what it comes down to is people want to feel respected and heard and people ultimately have a right to, you know, think what they want. And you also have the right to, I guess, date who you want as well. So, uh, so yeah, I think that politics is the, is the one thing that really, uh, set will really makes, um, you know, dating hard well that's not it for the questions we're gonna take a small break and hear from our sponsors and when we come back i have one or two more hello everybody i know you know me but i'm gonna tell you again i'm your phenomenal host delvon let's talk about somebody let's talk about anchor listen i use anchor for views from the arch i've had a previous podcast i used anchor on that podcast I think Anchor is a phenomenal website to use if you're a starting podcaster and you want to get your voice out there. They will help you. They will push your podcast out to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I think if you're an individual who wants to start a podcast, please consider using Anchor. Anchor is a great website. Simple, easy, and quick to use. So, next question. What do you think about today's generation and what is going on with the way we communicate? What is the number one issue you think is a, sorry, this is real kind of weird. What is the number one issue you see with communication within our generation? Uh, the overloading of opinions. Um, I think that in our generation, people are so overloaded with opinions that they're not really having conversations. It's just like, People just like want to yell slogans at each other all day. And like it's, you know, the Socratic method is actually a very good method. The the art of sitting down and being inquisitive. Why do you think this way? Can you explain yourself? Can you explain where you got the information from? 
Can you tell me how you interpret that information? And then passing the buck. Hey, now you answer my questions. Where'd you get your info from? What do you think about my source? Right? But it seems that people just want to have a screaming match, especially the younger generation. No one wants to have a conversation, mostly because no one wants to be wrong. No one wants to be like, yeah, you're right. I got that one kind of fucked up. Um, you know, so I think that the hardest thing and like with our with right now is the overloading of opinions, but there's also the fact that the hardest thing I'm seeing is the spoiling of Americans. I think that Americans are very, very spoiled, which is why we have a lot of the problems that we have. Um, and that's not a very popular opinion, but I think it's a very true opinion. Americans really don't have that much to worry about, right? We're safe from invasion. We're relatively safe from from economic collapse. We're relatively safe medically. Uh, we're relatively safe, you know, when it comes, uh, it's kind of weird, up until 2020 crime. Um, and when crime is committed, we have a very good system for figuring it out, right? We're relatively safe. We're not, like, going to be enslaved by our president. We're not going to, like, be forced into uh, re-education camps by the military, I mean, we're relatively in, in a pretty safe society. We just happen to squabble amongst each other a whole lot, uh, which, you know, here nor there. But, you know, the number one thing I see is mostly just the overbearingness of opinions. Next question. Do you think friendships are tested right now? Absolutely. 110%. I think that friendships, just like I said about the dating thing, I think that friendships are incredibly tested. I can't tell you how many friends I lost when... Um, you know, when this whole BLM George Floyd movement really kicked off and people are really getting aggressive about it, uh, I lost a lot of friends, both, you know, Facebook friends. I lost a lot. Of, I lost some personal friends. I just, you know, and it wasn't because I chose not to associate with them. It's because of the opinions that I had that they didn't like. Right. And those people chose to disassociate with me, which is, you know, here nor there. Um, that I think, you know, I I wish they wouldn't have done that, but that's their right, right? That's their, they have a right to do that. So I think right now friendships are tested a lot by opinion. I think politics is influencing people in a way it really hasn't before, especially with COVID and lack of sports. You know, I have a very good theory that there's two arenas in this world. There's, well, there's several, but for most people, there's two. There's education and politics and there's sports. If you're not going to be in the sports arena, well, guess what you're going to fall into next? So, because people need entertainment. And politics is very entertaining. I think it's hilarious, actually. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of what's going on is testing friendships in a way it hasn't before. You know, on one hand, you have, like for me, right? I'm not with the current Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I always tell people, if you wrote on a piece of paper... Do Black Lives Matter circle yes or no? I'll circle yes every time, right? Um, which I start losing people when I start saying things like, well, if you write anybody matters, I'll circle yes, because all people matter, right? People And then people start accusing me of being all lives, and I'm not really with that either. I'm not really with any of these big slogan movements. I'm just not really with it, all right? So, you know, a lot of my friends who became, you know, with it, with the Black Lives Matter, were like, hey, man, do you support? And I'm like, no. No, I'm not going to come out there and march. I'm not going to, you know, be a propaganda machine on Facebook. I'm not going to uh, spread this message because I don't I don't believe a lot of things they're saying. 
you know, a lot of things they're saying bother me. Like I read on their website before they changed it, that BLM wanted to dissolve the traditional view of the nuclear family, which I don't know what that means, but I don't, that's not really good. <laughs> the nuclear family is really important for the child having two parents, right? That's the nuclear family. Now, if they meant, you know, like, hey, um, we don't think that it's like mom and dad, maybe it's mom and mom, dad and dad, or, you know, whatever, you know, I mean, cool. I'm with the shits. Like, you know, I also date whoever you want, man. I don't care you marry or date. I, I really don't. You know, but for me, a nuclear family is two parents, kids, right? That for me is the nuclear family. And I will throw Fido in there. You know, everybody needs to have a dog. So Fido's involved. However, you know, so I end up telling a lot of my friends, like, hey, man, I'm not, I ain't with it. <laughs> and a lot of my friends are like, I am not with you. And I'm like, yeah, I understand, man. I'm just saying, I think it's a mistake. I and mean, we think different, but. And I've had a, and I've had a lot of people have similar experiences. Um, you know, I, I had one friend who lost a slew of friends because he put on Facebook, you know, um, I don't think those officers of George Floyd are wrong. And like immediately friends list almost, you know, cut in half. And he's like, hey, man, it's whatever. Like people keep posting what they want to post. I'm going to give my opinion back. And if I lose friends, I lose friends because the real ones will stay. And I'm like, yeah. You know, so for me, you know, I mean, and for me, I've experienced the same thing. I have a lot, you know, I've lost some friends and I, the real ones, will, the real ones have stayed. Uh, I have some pretty good friends that I'm pretty good friends with. Liberal, Democrat, Republican, you know, conspiracy theorists. I have all types of friends. Um, So, yeah, I think right now friendships are pretty tested. So that's all for today for the questions from uh, various people people and sources. I will probably do this as I amass more. I'm going to wait a couple months. Uh, so I really hope everybody enjoyed the episode today. As usual, please check the description box below because you will find me on Facebook, Views from the Arch, one word. And then you will find me on Twitter, Views from the Arch. You can also reach out um, to the other mediums such as Anchor, I think Anchor has a way for, Anchor has a way for people to message. You can also find me on Snapchat, which is Savage the God ninety four, all one word. Um, you know, until next time, thank you guys for tuning in, and remember, please spread the podcast. I mean, if you have any family who needs a new podcast, boom, let them hear about me. If you have anybody who's looking for anybody, just anybody looking for anybody new to listen to, throw my name out, share the links. Share the um, share the episodes. Just put them on your Facebook wall, right? Throw them on your Twitter, and then send people my way. Uh, as always, I love engagement. Please continue to engage with the show. Send me those messages on Facebook, Twitter. You know, feel free to hit me up on the Snapchat. I would love to have a conversation. If you think you have something to contribute to the show, I'd love to have you on. If you want to give me a topic, feel free. I get topics from people all the time. I might not be able to air it right away. I do have a list of things I'm trying to air and a schedule, but I'll tell you if I'm going to get to it. I'll be honest with you. I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Or no, we're not going to do it right now. Right. But I always love the suggestions. I always, always, always love the engagement and the foot traffic. Um, and please, like I always say, feel free to support and donate to the show. All revenue goes towards better, better equipment, getting guests on and travel. 
you know, I would like to travel to some of these protests. I would like to travel to some other events and record and be able to do more things. However, it does require a good base for the show. So as I always say, during these covid times, as we're, as we're entering the winter months, stay safe, wear your mask, stay healthy, stay classy, America.